0: We are currently raising a seed round of funding. If you're an investor that is focused on disruptive tech, I'd love to tell you more about the platform. You can reach out to me at jaden at AIbox.ai. I'll leave that email in the show notes. Today, Google is evaluating the capabilities of its generative AI chatbot, Bard, and it is setting it on a collision course, essentially, in my opinion, with competitors like ChatGPT. So this upgraded Bard really comes with features that enable users to verify its responses. It's also able to collaborate in real time. Think Google Docs, right? And most intriguingly, it's able to integrate with Google's suite of applications and services like Gmail, Docs, Drive, Maps, YouTube, and even Google Flights and Hotels. This significant update includes what Google is calling Bard extensions, though for now these are only available in English. Initially, this was introduced at Google I.O., which is you know the rollout of Um, This whole extension was deliberately measured, but today Google has emphasized that it intends to offer these features in a manner that prioritizes user safety and trustworthiness. So Jack Krasowski, um, who is the product lead for Bard, elaborated saying, quote, we want to make sure that the way that we bring this to users is extremely rooted in three principles that we have as it relates to the trust that we build with people um, that use Bard, which is around transparency, choice, and control. So Essentially users can opt into these features and can just as easily revoke permissions. This isn't something that's just like default gonna be on everything. Um, but in the, you know, kind of backdrop of privacy concerns, Google's being really upfront about how it handles user data. For instance, when BARD interacts with, you know, Gmail, Google Drive and docs, this is something a lot of people are concerned about. They're like, I don't wanna integrate BARD or AI into all of my data. What if they're like essentially taking my Google Drive, taking all my docs, taking all my Gmail? Um, you know, companies have you know, uh, you know, classified information, intellectual property, all sorts of things. They don't want this integrated. So a lot of people are worried about the privacy side. Um, but essentially, how Bard is now being set up with this is that uh, when it's integrating with Gmail, Google Drive, um, Docs, it doesn't use that information for reinforcement learning at all. So the policy helps maintain the. I think is a really critical trust factor they have to have to have here. So. Krasowski also said that BARD is not going to have access to store an entire Gmail inbox, for example. Um, It operates on a per-prompt basis, pulling specific information as directed by the user. So Google also assures that no human reviewers will gain access to emails BARD interacts with. This, I think, is really important because when ChatGPT came out, like, ChatGPT, all of the things you tell it are going to human reviewers, right? They have people that are reviewing um, the responses that they're getting for trust and safety reasons and also for fine-tuning and all sorts of other things. And a lot of people were very eerie or weary of that. Um, I think, you know, you saw JP Morgan Chase, Apple right at the beginning ban their employees from using these tools because they didn't want, you know, things to leak out through them. And so um, I think this is a really big move by Google. I like, I don't know. I don't know like how much confidential data I have, but I would not want you know to be using this tool if i know that someone's sitting there on the other end reading my emails that feels like a massive that's pretty much like the biggest invasion of privacy no one likes that so um i think that that's a, a really good move on google's part uh, making sure that, that doesn't happen um the approach with to this really kind of aligns with google's long-standing practice around data security and privacy um they said quote it's similar to how we've approached spam filtering in google services in the past your personal information isn't read because we believe that that trust is the most critical pillar upon which we build that was krasowski again so i think when the bard extensions are in play the chatbot can perform a whole bunch of different tasks like summarizing important emails or even planning a trip across um, by essentially cross-referencing gmail conversations and real-time flight and hotel data however its capabilities um do have limitations which google acknowledges so for instance um, Bard may struggle with identifying specific content like wine club membership in your email unless those exact terms are used. So this is kind of interesting, right? It It's not like it, it uh, can see all the data around it, get context and know where to look for something unless you have like literal keywords attached to the data. So this is interesting. This is a big problem with like AI in general is that it's really hard to um, label all of the data. Data labeling is a real thing. And so uh, they you know don't have a magical bullet for this yet, but this is definitely... Um, you know, possible if you use the right keywords. So, additionally, the new Bard can leverage multiple Google services in a single interaction, which I think is really cool. So, if you're planning a trip with friends, Bard could, um, you know, pull the most convenient dates from a Gmail thread, search for flights and hotels, you know, map your route to the airport, and even suggest activities at your destination um, through YouTube videos, and do it all in a like one conversation. So. For features not utilizing personal data, like YouTube, flights, hotels, maps, users are opted in by default, so be aware of that, Um, but they can easily opt out, apparently. Um, So the end game, Google says, is to extend this functionality to third-party services, but before that, the company wants to refine the features within its own ecosystem of apps and services, and uh, really kind of enhance Bard's accountability. So Google has added the Google It button to cross-verify the chat's answers tapping the button validates uh, every statement bard makes against google search so this is also very interesting um where you can essentially you know verify if something is actually true and this is allowing users to kind of further explore a topic um and if bard is uncertain about a piece of information it's going to highlight it in orange offering a visual cue that helps users discern the chatbot's accuracy this is also very interesting when it comes to you know ai and hallucinations and whatnot um being able to highlight things it's uncertain about is definitely, I think, a really big a really big feature. So Krasowski is um, really optimistic about the future and said, quote, we are pretty excited about taking this step towards building trust with language models. Of course, we certainly want to be transparent when we're not confident or even when we make a mistake, um, end quote. So I think this feedback mechanism is going to serve as kind of a basis for ongoing improvement of the AI model. Um, Lastly, the update offers, I think, a really collaborative angle so users can now share a bard conversation via public link i think ChatGPT has been doing this for quite a long time um, but this is essentially allowing others to continue the discussion and ask a chatbot further questions um, on the same topic as part of its kind of global reach strategy google is also extending bards existing english language features to over 40 new languages overall google bard is shaping up as i think a really powerful tool in the world of ai driven chatbots Um, They're making this thing a lot more robust, integrating their ecosystem. And I think this is really Google's strength, right? They have a lot of services that are incredibly popular. Weaving them together into their AI tool could give them a bit of a competitive advantage over, you know, OpenAI, for example. Because currently, BART is useful... Um, it's not that bad, but I just feel like ChatGPT always gives me better responses. That's what I, where my like default I always go to. But if they were integrating into my own data, that does serve another use case of, you know, kind of getting this AI experience based off of my own data, my own personal tastes and preferences on things. So I do see that there's a lot of value and perhaps Bard could help kind of pull itself ahead uh, in a race that it seems to be lagging. It's not definitely not in first place. Um, And so I think this would be really interesting to see how this rolls out and how this is um, adopted by users and what the reception is. If you are looking for an innovative and creative community of people using ChatGPT, you need to join our ChatGPT creators community. I'll drop a link in the description to this podcast. We'd love to see you there where we share tips and tricks of what is working in ChatGPT a lot easier than a podcast as you can see screenshots you can share and comment on things that are currently working so if this sounds interesting to you check out the link in the comment we'd love to have you in the community thanks for joining me on the open ai podcast it would mean the world to me if you would rate this podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and i'll see you tomorrow